0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Ethics of the Fathers, Pirkei Avos, Season 2, Chapter 1, par- Paragraph 5, Parak Aleph Mishnah Hay. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at maximumtee@yahoo.com. at Yahoo.com. This season, we're using Pirkei Avos Treasury from Artscroll, trying to do one Mishnah per podcast with some comments and the like Interwoven, trying to read the paragraph first and then comments after. Yossi ben, Yochanan omer. Yossi ben Yochanan, leader of Jerusalem, says, The house, your house should be open wide. Be'u ani im bene treat the poor as members of your household. Be'al Altarbe be'sicha im ha'isha do not converse excessively with a woman. Be'ishto amar this is said even about one's own wife. Ka va'chomer chavera surely it applies to another's wife. Me'kan amar chachamim from here the sages say, be'sicha im anyone who converses excessively with a woman G'orim ra'la adsmah causes Evil to himself, uvolto Mid Torah, and neglects Torah study, veso for Yorish gehinom and will eventually inherit Gehenim. So very bad news. Excessively talking with a woman, when it's on your wife, so much more so when it's someone else's or, or a woman in general, so be careful with that. And let's see a few comments. So Yossi ben Yochanan, he expounds on Shimonat principle of kindness. The house open wide, it should be accessible like the tent of Avram, our forefather, which had entrances from all four directions. Anyone who needs any help of any kind, physical comfort, money, sound advice, or just somewhere to sleep, somewhere to eat, should be able to find it in your home. Treat the member's the poor as members of your household it's preferable to employ a destitute jew rather than a gentile as a servant or domestic thus affording him or her an opportunity to earn a livelihood legitimately from rob and rashi our sages command one's domestic help be chosen from among the poor orphan rather than non-jewish servants therefore we benefit the children of avram yitzhak and yaakov and we do what are can to help those around us. They say that the Rambam says, I think, Maimonides, the highest levels of stucca is giving it anonymously, you anonymously, and the person receiving it anonymously. But even better than that is giving someone a job. They say it's better to teach someone to fish to let him catch his own fish and to give him fish every day. Why? Because when you give someone the job, you give someone the livelihood, you give them the ability to help themselves. And it is such a wonderful thing when a person can feel independent, self sufficient. That's why men, especially, I feel, but even women, of course, have the fierce need to be independent. And when a man gets married, he wants to have his home. He wants to be able to bring his wife to his new home, whether it be an apartment or a house. And many, many times often, the man wants to be home as much as physically possible. to be his house to support, his wife to take care of, his wife to be independent together in the home. And that's why it says, al Azov Ish at Beito. That's why a man must leave his house and establish his own new house with his wife taking care of her. And when you have the house, you have the ability, you have the space, you have to take care of others, you have to invite others, and you have to make your house open for others. That's why one of our favorite, favorite mitzvahs for my wife and I is, having guests having people sleep over is the ultimate the epitome because then they're stuck with us the whole shabbos ha. <laughs> Just kidding, but we like having people to sleep over, and then we, of course, we like having people to eat the meals, and then we can have the table. We try to have the table full of different Torah words of Torah and singing, and just a wonderful Shabbos experience. And when we get to have people, Hashem Baruch Hashem bless us with a house, and He gave us room to have guests, so let us have the guests. And of course, we talked about on the show how the house should have Torah learning and shiurim instead of just meeting. God forbid as a place just for gossip and socialities, another word we made up here on the PAL, but really making sure that the it is integral that you have Torah there. An enjoyment of Torah study at the bottom, it says, is not a contradiction to learning Shema." To the contrary, joy is an integral part of the mitzvah of learning. Unlike other commandments where the blessing recited prior to their performance speaks only of the deed, the blessing for Torah study includes a prayer that God make the learning sweet and pleasant. The mind best absorbs what it finds pleasurable. The mind wants to be involved in learning. Do not converse successfully with the woman. Excessive idle chatter can induce a frivolous atmosphere and may lead to sin, but any necessary conversation for business, domestic affairs, and the like is permitted with that. With any woman. The Binion Yehuda to Avosaveir Benu Nassan is what, we're ta- is what talked about this here. There are situations which limited idle and light talk with one's wife is permitted and even encouraged. The Chazon Ish wrote to newly married couples that this dictum refers only to frivolous talk meant to incite improper behavior, but one who seeks to calm, soothe, or reassures one's mate or to express ex- affection is permitted and encouraged to engage in small talk. So obviously you have to realize the parameters. They said this about one's wife and it applies to another's wife for sure. This usage in the previous clause with the woman denotes a particular woman, hence one's own wife, a man who truly respects his wife will have more to offer her than idle chatter for her amusement. He will want to discuss with her the serious concerns of life and will derive enjoyment from the resulting exchange of views and counsel as Rav Hirsch explained. And the sages said, this is the statement of Rav Anasi, redactor of the Mishnah. To Ferry, Cicero, however, attributes the earlier portion. They said this even of one's own wife to Rabbi in the present words to a group of sages. Anyone who converses excessively by telling his wife of the insult he suffered, as mentioned earlier, a man causes evil in himself because his wife, his wife may lose respect for him. Rav said, if she's impure, the excessive frivolity will lead to sin, therefore causing evil to himself from Medrash Shmuel. Rav Yonah says that engaging in excessive chatter with women, one incites his own evil inclination. One may legitimately claim to be overwhelmed by passion, only when he himself did not provoke it, from Brachos 31b. Neglecting Torah study, when you're drawn into foolishness, one is sidetracked from proper involvement with spiritual matters, from Rav. Thoughts of Torah and worldly pleasures are mutually exclusive. Idle talk with women, by its nature, causes neglect of Torah study, from Rav and eventually can inherit Gehenim, that is the place where the souls of the wicked are punished, the loosening of moral boundaries. And bantering with other women can result in a downward spiral, which eventually leads to sin and consequences. And you can look at Proverbs also. A husband-wife relationship in a fascinating letter written by Rabbi Kiva Agur, even after his wife's death, shed light on the Mishnah. He wrote to his children in response to a proposal that I remarry. Do you consider me so insensitive and heartless as to rush to accept a marriage proposal while still in mourning? Am I to forget the love of my beloved wife of my youth? With whom God allowed me to raise up saying blessed children, the little bit of Torah in me is only due to her help. Like Rabbi Kiva said in the famous story in the Talmud also, she carefully kept watch over my health and bore the financial worries of the home so that I would not be distracted from the service of God. Now that she's gone, Low lady, we should never know from such things. I am bereft and emotionally like a broken vessel. Who will pasture our young sheep? Who will share my worries? and find respite. Who will care From me? Which human being knows better than I have for righteousness and modesty? Many times we held deep discussions on topics related to fear of heaven until the middle of the night from Igor's farm. Marital relationship based on frivolity will eventually deteriorate. While well, such a lifestyle initially seems exciting, the thrill wears off, and then there's just disrespect and a sense of shallowness, moral shallowness. Domestic life with a solid moral foundation can become a real purgatory on earth, you have to make sure that the relationship actually has basis and substantiality. So make sure to converse properly with your wife and to focus just on your wife and don't talk to other people, especially if not necessary, make sure to keep your house open and welcoming for guests and poor people and make sure it's fully open for Torah and Sherman the like. And therefore, hopefully we can make our houses and make our lives much more moral, pure and upright and make the world a better place house by house family by family. God willing, please join us next time as we move over to paragraph six here on the PAL with Tony G season two. And I'm your host, Tony G.